turn away and pretend to be engaged in a thoroughly witty conversation with a member of the audience. Don't worry too much about this part. They're only doing it to unnerve you. The clerk of the court will now announce the terms of the duel. You might be tempted to take heart when you hear that this duel isn't to the death. But that would be a mistake. Whichever lord or lady you offended has almost certainly instructed their champion to first humiliate you, then bloody you, and finally, and with a grand flourish that will bring the audience to their feet, roaring with applause, kill you. When this happens, you can rest assured that the presiding magistrate will undoubtedly make a great harumphing noise over this gross violation of the rules, and will immediately fine, said lord or lady, although that will be roughly equivalent to the cost of the wine in the goblet they'll be drinking while watching you bleed out on the floor. Not really your best day, is it? Well, that's for later. For now, take a good long look at your opponent standing across from you in the dueling court, because this is the part where you learn how to win. Your enemy is almost certainly a great fencer, someone with speed, strength of arm, exceptional balance, lightning reflexes and nerves of steel. A great fencer spends years studying under the finest masters in the country. You, regrettably, aren't likely to have had the benefit of any of those fine qualities, and there's a good chance that your only fencing master was your best friend when the pair of you were six years old, play-fighting with sticks and dreaming of growing up to be greatcoats. But you don't need to be a fencer right now. You need to be a duelist. A duelist doesn't care about technique. A duelist won't be walking into that circle hoping to impress the audience or curry favour with their nobles. A duelist cares about one thing only, that most ancient and venerable of axioms, Put the pointy end of the sword into the other guy first. So as the clerk strikes the bell signalling the beginning of the duel, and your opponent begins his masterful display of skill to the appreciative oohs and ahs of the audience, forget about life and death, or honour and cowardice. Forget about everything except finding that one opportunity, that single moment, when you can push the top three inches of your blade into your opponent's belly. In Tristia we have a saying. Deato mendea valus febleta. The gods give every man a weakness. Remember this, and you might just survive the day. In fact, over the years that follow, you might even go on to win other duels. You might even become known as one of the deadliest sword fighters of your generation. Of course, if that does turn out to be the case, then it's equally likely that one day, perhaps even today, that great sword fighter who's about to lose the duel? It could be you. Chapter 2 The Sanguinist You realise you're losing quite badly, Falcio? Brasti asked, leaning against a column just outside the seven-sided dueling court of the Ducal Palace of Bern. Shut up, please, I replied. My opponent whom I'd been informed was undefeated in court duels, but whose name I'd forgotten, gave me a little smirk as he flicked the point of his small sword underneath the guard of my rapier. I swung my own blade down in a semicircle to keep him from stabbing my thigh, but at the last instant he evaded my parry by flipping his point back up. He extended his sword arm and pushed off his back leg in a quick lunge. Had there been any justice in the world, he shouldn't have been able to reach me. St. Zargev's balls, I grunted the tiny cut burning into my right shoulder, a reprimand for misjudging the distance. 
Why do I always let myself get tripped up by small swords? Despite the name and the delicately thin blade, small swords are deceptively long. My opponent was only a couple of inches shorter than my own rapier, and he'd made up the difference with an extravagantly long lunge of the sort immortalised in the illustrations of the more imaginative fencing manuals. From the far side of the duelling court, Kunciat, Margrave of Galak, the rotund, fetid bastard who'd engineered this duel, shouted, Bravassan! at his champion. Twenty or so of the Margrave's retainers joined in the cheer, adding a few sprinkles of Fantissima de Blesse, another misapplied fencing terms. However much this annoyed me, it is accepted practice for a duelist's supporters to cheer them on. In fact, I was entitled to similar outbursts from my own admirers. This Undriel fellow really is remarkably skilled, Kest remarked. Undriel. That was the bastard's name.